0: NTD's sister media The Epoch Times briefly appears in Marvel's latest superhero movie. And one Chinese state-run media outlet isn't pleased. But the newest film isn't the only one facing Chinese censorship. Spider- man No Way Home and others were also blocked from Chinese releases. What does the U.S. really know about Beijing's space development goals? A top NASA official says not much. FIRE BREAKS OUT UNDER SHANGHAI'S LOCKDOWN, LEAVING RESIDENTS IN ONE RESIDENTIAL BUILDING LOCKED INSIDE. AND FOR THOSE WATCHING OUR FULL EPISODE, THE UKRAINE WAR ENTERS ITS SIXTH WEEK. U.S. OFFICIALS SAY THEY'RE KEEPING A CLOSE EYE ON CHINA TO MAKE SURE IT DOESN'T HELP MOSCOW BYPASS SANCTIONS. Welcome to China in Focus, I'm Tiffany Meyer. The latest Marvel superhero movie, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, is premiering in the United States this weekend. But those wanting to watch it in China could be out of luck. The movie is unlikely to get a release there. NTD's Don Ma has the story.
1: A Chinese Communist Party-owned media is outraged about the new Doctor Strange movie. It's not helping the odds of the movie getting a China release. What is it mad about? It's this scene here. This is the newspaper box of the Chinese-language edition of the Epoch Times. The Epoch Times is also NTD's sister media. It's known for its coverage of current affairs in China, including the Chinese Communist Party's human rights violations, Beijing's propaganda and influence operations abroad. But did Marvel Studios put the newspaper box in the movie on purpose? Movie producer Chris Fenton says it's unlikely that this was purely accidental. It shows that they know every frame of that movie, what's in there, and the continuity experts, the script supervisors, and everybody in post knows exactly what props are used. So the idea that the 200 to 300 people on set that day And the 200 to 300 people in post-production over the course of post-production did not notice the Epoch Times vending stand in there. It seems very far-fetched. When Chinese state-owned media The Global Times saw The Epoch Times box, it was less than happy about it. It published an article over the weekend smearing The Epoch Times and calling the inclusion of the newspaper in the movie shameful. The Global Times article was published on May 1st and on May 2nd. The Epoch Times found 44 of its Chinese-language boxes vandalized with graffiti in New York. The deputy editor-in-chief of the Chinese-language Epoch Times says the Chinese Communist Party is involved in the vandalism.
2: The Epoch Times newspaper box appeared in a blockbuster movie. The CCP didn't feel good about this, so they sent people to graffiti our newspaper boxes. This is what they always do. This has happened many times. Every time we report on a major incident about the CCP, they vandalize our newspaper boxes.
1: Doctor Strange has been submitted to the Chinese authorities for review, but chances of approval are now looking slim.
2: Well, I think the idea of
1: this movie getting into China is probably now not existent It's unknown if Marvel Studios will keep the Epoch Times newspaper box in the movie. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is hitting theaters this Friday and is expected to open up to $200 million at the box office. Don Ma, NTD News.
0: But it's not just Doctor Strange running into problems in the world's biggest film market. According to Puck News on Sunday, Spider-Man No Way Home didn't receive a Chinese release either because the country's authorities wanted Sony to remove the Statue of Liberty from the film. But just how big of a request was that? If you haven't seen the blockbuster, the entire final battle is fought on over and around the Statue of Liberty for over 20 minutes. Somehow changing or removing the landmark would have cost millions of dollars. The studio immediately rejected the request. Chinese censors then suggested cutting certain patriotic shots of the statue or obscuring Lady Liberty's face. According to Puck's sources, Sony considered it, but ultimately chose to forgo a Chinese release. The company likely could still have gotten into Chinese box offices by making the changes. But removing such an iconic American symbol wouldn't have been a good look for the studio. Plus, the edits weren't guaranteed to satisfy China's regulators. Besides, for Marvel, the Chinese film market isn't what it used to be. That says Marvel's Shang-Chi and Eternals were shut out of the country for perceived insults to China. Shang-Chi star Simu Liu and Eternals director Chloe Zhao were labeled as traitors in China for their previous criticism of the ruling Communist Party. Earlier, we mentioned how the appearance of an Epoch Times newspaper box in the film angered China's Global Times. Let's take a closer look at the newspaper and why Chinese state media reacted so strongly to its brief presence in the movie. The Chinese edition of the Epoch Times was founded in the U.S. back in 2000 by Chinese Americans who had fled communism. They sought to create an independent media to bring uncensored information to Chinese-speaking people around the world. The paper has been banned by the Chinese communist regime since its inception, and some of the newspaper's reporters in China have been put in prison. Right now, it's the most influential Chinese-language newspaper outside China. In 2003, the English-language edition launched its digital version. Today, the print newspaper and its digital counterpart is published in 36 countries and in 22 languages. The Chinese Communist regime views the space as a must-have tool for modern warfare. But how much does the U.S. really know about China's space program? NASA Administrator Bill Nelson testified before the U.S. Senate Appropriations Committee and explained
1: plan for its space development. A report from the U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency says both China and Russia see space as a must for winning modern wars. In recent decades, the race to space has only gotten bolder. Now it's going a step further as nations look to weaponize space. That means the safety of satellites may be at risk. And threatening those can impact everything from the ability to pump gas into cars to withdrawing money from banks. China's next step in its space development efforts is to launch three more astronauts into space this June. They'll dock at China's newest space station. But beyond scheduled launches, what does the U.S. really know about China's space program? NASA Administrator Bill Nelson said not much. He recently testified before the U.S. Senate Appropriations Committee on NASA's fiscal year 2023 budget request.
3: Now, China is completely a different experience for vis-a-vis the U.S. space program. Because there has not been any transparency. Uh, They are very secretive. So it's been a very strained relationship with the Chinese space program. What is the extent of cooperation with uh, Russia between Russia and China? I'm simply not sure.
1: He also commended the U.S. government for constantly supporting nuclear energy and went on to emphasize its importance for America's journey to Mars.
3: Because that nuclear propulsion would give us a way to get to Mars quicker. And if we can get to Mars quicker, then we don't have to stay there for a long, long time until the planet's realigned.
1: Since the 1990s, different countries have successfully launched unmanned missions to the Red Planet, including the U.S., China, the former Soviet Union, Russia, India, the United Arab Emirates, and European Space Agency.
0: Next, an update on the situation in Beijing. China's capital city closed scores of subway stations and bus routes on Wednesday. Officials also extended COVID-19 curbs on many public venues. According to the city's service provider, more than 60 subway stations and nearly 160 bus routes were shut down. Officials also said that extend closures for certain public places, like schools, restaurants, some businesses, and even residential buildings. But they didn't give a time frame. This is becoming too much to bear for some. A woman is in tears as she voices her dissatisfaction with the restrictions.
3: I think... 我觉得最重要是人吧，我觉得是，是你看到，你看到一个以前拥挤的城市，现在是空旷的，然后你就会不自觉的想到这些人会怎么生存，然后我感觉到是一种很压抑的一种情绪吧。是你看到
0: With dozens of new cases a day, Beijing is mass-testing its residents for the infection, hoping to find and isolate the virus before it spreads. This week, 12 out of the city's 16 districts held a second round of tests, with one more still to come.
4: Restrictions in Beijing are very severe. I can't even go eat anywhere. I feel oppressed. I did the PRC test every day and I know that I am not sick. I did not get infected, but I still feel caged, like I was sick. I feel these restrictions are excessive. They make people agitated. They
0: can't bear it. At the same time, the city plans to cut down the time people spend in quarantine facilities when they arrive from overseas, from 14 days down to 10 days. That's according to what an official said Wednesday. But foreign arrivals will still need to isolate at home for seven days afterward. Beyond Beijing, other Chinese cities are also making adjustments to their COVID-19 curbs. According to an official statement from Tuesday, central China's Jinzhou city will impose new week-long rules. Schools in the main city district will shift their classes online, while staff with the local government and nearby companies must work from home. It's not certain whether the restrictions will lift after one week. Jinzhou is home to over 12 million people. It's also the site for Apple's iPhone manufacturer, Taiwan's Foxconn. The company confirmed it would continue production there. As companies and public services adjust to the changes, residents quickly responded to the news. The day the notice was released, locals packed the streets. Crowds were seen rushing to grocery stores to stock up on essentials for while they're working remotely. This is the first time since last summer, Jinzhou has caught the public eye. That's after last year, when severe flooding hit the area. And over in Shanghai, a new video captured in the city is circulating on social media, catching the moments when a residential building in the Pudong district caught fire. The entrance to the building was locked from the outside at the time, part of Beijing's zero COVID-19 policy. Authorities believe the strict rules will block the virus from spreading. People inside the building could be heard banging on the door and shouting that they couldn't get out. Later, someone arrived with a key and opened the door. After residents poured out, some people entered the building to try to put out the blaze. Shortly after, a man rushed out the door. No local media outlets reported on the incident. We could not get any information about possible casualties. Even home may no longer be a safe haven under Shanghai's lockdown. Take a look at this 10-second clip. Six police officers from Shanghai's Huangpu District broke into the home of two women on Sunday, claiming they tested positive for COVID-19 and must be moved to quarantine. The officers were wearing personnel protective equipment, but didn't have the women's positive test reports in hand. The officers first started knocking on the door when they arrived, claiming they were sent by the community's committee. From the other side of the door, one of the women explained that she tested negative and was still waiting to review her results from the local CDC. But the explanation didn't dissuade the officers. Instead, they broke into the unit. One of the women said they would call the police, but the man responded that they are the local police. The woman, whose test results were questioned, was taken to a makeshift isolation center. She later shared online that the retest result came back negative. That's not the only lockdown video causing a stir. In an unknown Chinese city, an old man was seen begging for food on the street. He told a truck driver he was a migrant worker but was starving under lockdown. Moments later, the truck driver the man spoke to gifted him several bananas and other food. The man was quickly moved to tears. (laughs) Coming up, U.S. authorities are blocking two new drugs from the U.S. market. The medications have passed clinical testing, but those trials were done outside the U.S. Find out more about the rejection in just a minute, here on China In Focus. Welcome back to China In Focus, I'm Tiffany Meyer. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration is cracking down on drugs tested in China. The agency has rejected applications from pharmaceutical companies seeking to sell their drug products in the U.S. That's because the testing was mostly done in China. Steve Lance with NTD's Capital Report has more.
1: The FDA responded to the drug makers saying that their China-based clinical trials did not represent the U.S. patient population and current U.S. medical practices. The decision came shortly after the agency declined to approve another drug from Eli Lilly and its Chinese partner. Eli Lilly's drug was only clinically tested inside of China. The FDA's rejections are seen as a sign of an increasingly tough U.S. stance on China-based drug testing for the American market.
0: The U.S. is keeping a close eye on China's activities with Russia. As of now, Washington says Beijing doesn't appear to be providing support to Moscow, but plans to keep monitoring for changes.
2: Senior U.S. officials say they have not detected overt Chinese military and economic support for Russia. That's two months after warning that Beijing appeared poised to help Moscow in its war against Ukraine. President Joe Biden earlier warned the Chinese regime of implications and consequences if it decided to back Moscow in the war. The U.S. remains weary of Chinese support for Russia in general, and officials say they will continue to monitor that relationship. That's according to Reuters, citing the U.S. officials. Meanwhile, Biden is preparing for a trip to Asia later this month, largely to address China's rise in the region. His administration will soon release its first national security strategy about the emergence of China as a world power. Trade volume between the two countries jumped in the first quarter. And the two nations declared a no-limits partnership in February. At a regular briefing on Friday, Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesman Zhao Lijian said that the two countries commit themselves to developing a new model of international relations.
0: No more made in China. A battery startup founded in 2011 by a former Tesla engineer announced plans for a new plant based in the United States. It will mass-produce material for low-cost electric car batteries with a longer range. In a press release, Sila Nanotechnology says it wants America to retain global leadership in the new energy storage era. The company will not depend on manufacturing in China. The company says it purchased an over 600,000-square-foot facility in Moses Lake, Washington. The new factory is set to open in the second half of 2024, with full production beginning in early 2025. A roller coaster for shareholders of Chinese online shopping giant Alibaba. The company's shares fell as much as 9% on Tuesday, a drop worth $26 billion. It happened after Chinese authorities took action against someone with the last name Ma. This person is also from Hangzhou City, where Alibaba is based. Investors panicked, thinking it could be Alibaba co founder Jack Ma. But it turns out it wasn't him. After Chinese state media clarified that it was someone else, Alibaba shares went back up. Alibaba and other Chinese internet companies have faced stock market pressure in the last couple of years, amid Beijing's unprecedented regulatory crackdown on the sector. Chinese pro-democracy activist Wang Dan, who's based in the U.S., spoke to Radio France International about the situation. He said the issue shows that China's private sector is in a constant state of panic under the communist regime's clampdown. Japan is taking action, strengthening its ties to countries with shared values and interests. The nation's prime minister just wrapped up his tour of Southeast Asia. That says President Biden is slated to visit Asia later this month, with Japan as one of his two planned stops. What's more, European Union leaders are making arrangements to visit Japan this month. Let's look at what else is happening.
2: Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida visited Vietnam, Indonesia and Thailand over the last three days, making the rounds through Southeast Asia. The trip aims to boost Japan's defense and economic ties with those countries. But what's driving that effort? Japan's surrounding area remains part of the battleground between the United States and Communist China, broadly called the Indo-Pacific, both hold strong presence in the region. Beijing is Southeast Asia's biggest trade partner, while Japan, as the U.S.'s most important ally in the region, plays a large economic role that's driven by its status as Asia's most technologically advanced nation. The country is also the only Asian member of the Group of Seven, an alliance between seven of the world's most influential countries or institutions. The other six members are the U.S., Canada, Germany, France, the U.K., and the European Union. China and Russia are excluded from the organization. Last year, Japan launched talks with the U.K. and Australia to deepen their defense relations. That includes seeking joint military cooperation. In October, U.S. jets landed on a Japanese aircraft carrier. It marked the first cooperation of its kind since World War II. The Japanese Navy was a leading aircraft carrier power during that war. But generations of Japanese leaders in the post-war period saw carriers as incompatible with the country's new, strictly defensive military posture. Though as the Indo-Pacific region becomes increasingly dangerous, Japanese leaders seem to be rethinking that strategy. Those dangers are largely because of the Chinese regime's military buildup there.
0: North Korea just fired a missile in Pyongyang, and the international community isn't taking it lightly. Neighbors like South Korea and Japan say the move can't be tolerated. Here's what's happening.
4: North Korea fired another ballistic missile Wednesday. According to South Korea and Japan, the missile was launched toward the sea off the country's east coast. South Korea added that the missile flew about 300 miles. That's about a week after Pyongyang vowed to develop its nuclear forces at the fastest
2: possible speed. North Korea's recent remarkable development of nuclear missile-related technologies is not only unacceptable for the security of Japan and the region, but North Korea's slew of actions, including its repeated launches of ballistic missiles, threatens the peace and security of our country, region and the international community,
4: The launch marks North Korea's 14th known weapons test this year. It comes just days before South Korea's new president, Yoon Suk-yeol, takes office. Both current and incoming South Korean presidents strongly condemned the launch. The U.S. also denounced the test and once again urged Pyongyang to return to nuclear program talks. Later this month, U.S. President Biden is set to visit South Korea and Japan, He's also slated to meet with leaders from Australia and India during his trip, which mainly looks to strengthen security relationships and boost economic ties.
0: A new report says freedom of the press in Russia has deteriorated since the Ukraine invasion. The World Press Freedom Index, launched on Tuesday, ranks press freedoms by country and also highlights Hong Kong as a place where media freedoms have plummeted. NTD's Jane Worrell brings us this report. This year's World Press Freedom Index says freedom of the media in Hong Kong has plummeted. With independent news outlets like Apple Daily and Sound News being forced to close, some readers feel they have nowhere to go.
1: Without the three major independent media
0: that have been shut down, there's a loss of huge loss of interest in the news itself. Um, because they usually go to these platforms to read the daily digest of, of the news.
1: You can read from politics, econ- economy, to, to entertainment and all that in, on one platform, or they like whatever, whatever platform they like. But now they don't have that choice.
0: This year, the index finds press freedom very bad in a record 28 countries. The 10 worst countries include Myanmar, China, Eritrea and North Korea at 180th. As for the top spots, the report lists Nordic countries, Norway, Denmark and Sweden. The UK ranks 24th, just above Trinidad and Tobago and below Namibia. Jane NTD News, London. The US ranks 42nd this year, while Australia claims 39th place and Canada takes 19th.